Good evening, everybody. Welcome to another beautiful episode of Breaking Free. Um, we are excited to have you join us. Um, with me, as usual, I have some beautiful and wonderful co-hosts. Um, with me, I have Emmy. Emmy, hi. How you doing? Hello, Victor. Good evening, everyone. Good evening. Nice. I also have night okay. again. Thank you very much. I also have Mr. Tolu. Hi, Tolu. How are you doing? Hello, Mr. Vic. How was your day? Hope, hope you guys, you guys hope you guys had a lovely day. Yeah, yeah, it went well. Thanks. How about yours? Uh, we thank God it was good. So, so today we are talking about something very interesting, right? It talks about um, Johnny to glory right but before we take a deep dive a deep dive right into our topic for today i just want us to say short prayer and welcome the holy spirit um into today's session heavenly father we thank you we worship your holy name about father may your name be highly lifted up highly exalted thank you for this opportunity that you've given to us receive all the glory receive adoration for in jesus mighty name of prayer King of Kings, we welcome you to today's session. Come and take absolute control. Our Father, power to speed amongst us. As we talk, we shall not take according to our flesh, but according to the direction of the Holy Spirit. We exalt your holy name. We magnify your holy name. May your name be highly lifted up. For in Jesus' mighty name we've prayed. Amen. Amen. So, our topic, journey into glory. It's very interesting. Um, it's a bit very broad. I feel like it's a bit personal too. So when we say journey into glory, I don't know, before I start, if I sh- share my own um, thought, I want to get what you guys, so when you hear journey into glory, what comes to mind? What is the thoughts that comes to your mind? Um, Emmy, do you want to start before I share my own thought? Let me just hear what um, you're thinking. So when you hear the word journey into glory, what comes to mind? Well, I would think um, it's out of process, the process that it takes for a man to enter into his rewards or the process that it takes for a man to get that which he's seeking for. Yeah, so that's it for me. Mm. So, um, Satulu, what's your thoughts? Yes, uh, I think I think Emi has said it already, you know, um, journey is basically a process of traveling, going from one place to another. So definitely you must have been living a um, particular place, a better place. Glory, as we know, it's, uh, it's, 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 a, it's another dimension of good. So, of course, if you are joining, joining to glory, that means you are living, uh, I won't say no, I won't say bad um, scenario to a better one. You are living a particular situation for a higher one. That's my own take, sir. Thank you very much. All you guys have said are very um, um, insightful, right? So for me, I would say journey into glory um, is like the whole the whole steps or the whole journey that um, one takes in fulfilling destiny, right? But from a standpoint to let's say from, from the point of um, redemption to the point where you're finally called to come and join the father either through death or through, or through rapture so for me that whole that whole process from from 
beginning to start right um it's it's a journey right it's a journey into the fulfillment of destiny it's a journey into the fulfillment of god's glory of our life it's a process of fulfilling destiny i don't know if if um this makes sense i don't know if you understand it so yeah so see see the life of um we can look at the life of abraham right as a case study all throughout abraham's life from when god when he had an encounter with god and god changed his name from um and god called him and took him from his father's house into a land and that he has promised him that he didn't even know right um he he took a leap right to leave his father's house and that's like the first thing to glory right it starts with faith right so when when a believer is 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 um gives their life to christ right they do that in faith right they say faith comes by hearing hearing the word of god so they're being pushed to they hear the word of god and they give their life to faith so the first key step in journeying into god's glory is one faith right the faith that is required at condemnation at condemnation right aside i said that faith the faith that is required during the process right? at a different point in abraham's life right during his journey to fulfilling god's destiny over his out or to fulfilling god along his journey to glory right abraham was tested at different points it required a, a, a different amount of faith to move further we can also look at yes, look at the life of um paul right paul that was the um, crucifier of of christians back then when he had an encounter with jesus christ right he led to a, a turnaround he led to a new journey of purpose a new journey that was that was into the glory of god right he first started with faith after the encounter he, he, he made that decision for the days of his life and at different points in his life there was like a re recommitment of his faith of, of his faith towards his fellowship or towards his followership rather to um heavenly father so in our in our journey in life right we at different points we all had that meeting point where we had that personal encounter with jesus christ that led to us starting this journey of glory so it is a con i feel like it is a continuous it's a continuum like it's a continuous thing see when we transcend into god's and, and eternal glory so our life here on earth is a journey in glory as a believer our life here on earth is a journey to glory so at different points in our life as believers we are supposed to um, a few certain purpose that would aid our journey into glory. I don't know if anybody wants to say something else. Emmy. Yeah. Just as you've said, you know, it takes a lot. And um, of course, the best leader or the best leader any man can have 
in terms of joining into glory is God himself. He was a give out the reward himself. So you expect anything from God, it takes you going to God and seeking his help, knowing that you can't do it on your own. Your journey starts with him and ends with him. And the uh, lifeline of your journey depends on God. So from the beginning to the end, the journey you need God. Right. Understand mm-hmm. that even after receiving the glory, the journey still continues because um, it's it's with God. It is a progressive journey. There is no end to it. So uh, when when you get to a particular destination, there's always a leap towards more. So you get to a particular destination, God expects that you reach for more. Just like um, Apostle Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching onto more. He said he pressed towards the mark of a higher calling in Christ Jesus. So, whatever it is you're seeking, know that there is something beyond that. There is a much more greater thing beyond that. So, you cannot afford to become complacent at the level you get to. Remember Abraham, mm-hmm. for example, after he sought for his son, he was given the promise, but then mm-hmm. It took him journey. It took him journeys before he eventually got the promise. Even after getting the promise, he thought it was over. But he had to face another trial. Was what was was what led him into the the great destination that God had for him. It was that time that God swore by Himself that He was going to bless His generations, and we are still mm-hmm. reaping the blessings till today. So he thought that raising the son was the beginning of the. The promise that God gave him was the uh, was the one that would you know lead to him becoming the father of many nations. But no, a seal. There was still a seal that he had to acquire, and that was gotten at the next phase. So you can't become complacent, even in the glory that you seek presently. You need to know that the journey continues. There is still more to get. There is still more. As long as you have life in your body, as long as you are alive, you cannot stop at where you are keep going keep asking god for more what next god yes i desired this i now have it you promised me this you've given it to me what next god what more do you want for me it could be it doesn't necessarily have to be that um uh you have to you have to be a a religious person or something like that but you need to know your god you need to know the god that you serve you need to because it's the i tell you i won't lie to you it's the best lead that any man could ever have God is Bentley because he knows the end from the very beginning. He created time. He knows what's going to happen next. So it doesn't matter whether you're a doctor, it doesn't matter what field you belong to. God should be your anchor and you should always seek for more from him. Let him guide you through the journey. Let him hold your hands. That's it for me for now, Victor. Thank you. Thank you very much. So just to add to what you've said, I, I literally... I literally um, um, like everything that you just said, right? But just to add to what you said, I feel like on our journey to glory, right, we should pay cognizance to the following, right? On our journey to glory, we should, also, we should first of all make room for more goodness of God, for, for more glory. Like the Bible says that there's, there's a glory of the sun, and there's a glory of the star, and there's a glory of the moon, right? And each, each star varies in glory. At different levels in our work with God, there is a, a, a level of 
God's glory made available, God's grace or goodness made available for that journey, right? If you don't make room, if you're still dwelling on that old part, would I, I wouldn't say old glory, but on the previous one, right? You wouldn't see what is ahead of you. In, in our in our journey, right, to glory, we should always make room for even more of God's goodness, of more of God's glory, because He's insatiable. He's not a, He's not a, a stagnant God right he so today he's here tomorrow he's there so there's always room for us to expand right in our work with god if 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 um abraham was always satisfied with just obeying god when god asked him to to leave his father's house and didn't ask him and and didn't feel the need to obey when god asked him to sacrifice isaac he wouldn't have he wouldn't have come into that glory that was um, that was made available at that point in time for him because it was like a test that took him into another level of of um, knowing of God. I do. Yeah. So another thing we should also take note cognizance is that when when we encounter God's grace, we experience undeniable glory. Right. In our journey, in our journey to glory, right. We can't we can't take out the relevancy of god's grace over our life and the truth is we need god's grace to experience his undeniable glory right and his grace is made available to us right um aside that we should always have it at the back of our mind that god's god's promise <coughs> promises that his greater glory will shine upon us so the fact that you're here to the fact that it seems like nothing is working for you right only have it at the back of your mind that you are on a journey. It might be dark tonight. It might be dark tonight, but tomorrow morning, the sun is going to come and it's going to shine. So always have that promise is that God's greater glory will always shine upon you as far as you still remain in the faith. Right? Aside just that, we need to believe that our Father is affectionately watching over us. Yeah, He has He He's the one that has called us into his marvelous light. He can't leave nor forsake us, right? So as most times as believers in our in our journey into glory, most times we forget or most times we experience a dry period where it feels as if um, um, God has abandoned us. I don't know if, if, any of, if any of us has experienced that I want to share. Yeah, I would share an experience. It's, it's a um yeah a radical experience though you know there was a time when david in the bible right mm-hmm. a time when he, he he went for a battle of course he thought the lord went with him which of course god did over him and getting back he saw that his people had been taken captive you know had mm-hmm. been taken captive and he wondered mm-hmm. ah, what happened he was so disappointed he didn't know what to do and to make the matter worse his old soldiers and the rest you know turned against him they were angry with him and all that he was disappointed he was tired he was weak at that moment but then what happened what did god do god God was still with him at that point in time but god didn't say anything to him so he was left to make the decision alone 
David was so th- there are times when you feel as if it's it seems as if God is not speaking, and there are times when God is really not speaking. I know why he's not doing that because mm-hmm. he expects that. I'm going to make a comparison now, but before I get to the comparison, let me just um, finish up what I'm saying. You know, he expects that you would remember the lessons that he had taught you in the past and that those lessons would be insufficient for you. There are times when God keeps quiet. He wants to see what you're doing. He wants to see what you're going to do. He wants to see if you're suitable for that next level of glory. He wants to see if you're mature enough for that next level, level of glory. God said nothing to David. But what did David do at that moment? We're told that he encouraged himself in the Lord. The Bible says, and David encouraged himself in the Lord. We are not told that God came and encouraged him. We're not told that Isaiah said something. We're not told that uh, the oracle said something. No. He encouraged himself in the Lord. And that was the beginning of victory for him. On the other hand was Saul. Saul that God had raised. God had lifted. You know, God had been leading. He was the first king ever that the Israelites would ever have. But you know what he did? At the point when Prophet Samuel was not with him and he was left alone and he was being pressured by the people, he disobeyed God. Mm-hmm. First, he offered the sacrifice when he was not supposed to offer the sacrifice. Secondly, he reserved some of the, of some of the people and animals he brought from battle when God said he should destroy everything. He said because he wanted to use it to, to uh, make offering to the Lord. He listened to the people instead of him looking towards God and obeying the word, the, the instruction of God, right? So he was not matured enough and he lost it. And he became an ex-champion because he was not matured enough. But David was spiritually matured. He was matured the same way for anybody. There are times when you are alone, why joining to do it? There are times when, yes, God will not speak because he expects some level of maturity from you. For you must encourage yourself in the Lord and believe that God is the rewarder of those that diligently seek him. Believe that God never lies. Believe his word that if he has said it, he will do it. The Bible says, I am the almighty God. Is anything too hard for me? So if God has spoken it, we need to believe that he's going to do it. That's it from me, Victor. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, Mr. T, I know you wanted to say something. Do you still want to share your thoughts? before we proceed we need to believe that god is affectionately watching over us in our journey to glory he can never leave nor forsake us or like according to the bible said it says he will never leave nor forsake us we should also have it at the back of his mind that because he bore our shame right we can now receive his glory right so most times one of the challenges most um believers new converts have Right, on their work with God, they get the they get the feeling whereby their things of the past keeps haunting them. You know, as much yeah. as they believe that 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 they are born again, right? Most of them don't even believe that they've been forgiven of that they are sin. At the back of their head, some of them expect some form of punishment, right? So on our journey to glory, we should have it at the back of the mind. Uh, you should have it at the back of our mind that our heavenly Father Jesus Christ has already bored our shame. Right, so we are entitled to receive his glory at the end, right? Um, I think last but not the least, we should expect that the glory of God can turn our situations around. 
as believers, right, we we carry a certain percentage of God's glory over our life, and this glory can turn situations around. So some people might tag this as anointing, right? But each and every one of us has a level of God's glory, a level of God's light shining through us, right? And and as light, right, we shine to the point that darkness should not comprehend or cannot comprehend, not even should, cannot comprehend, right? So in that dark situation, your light is supposed to shine. Your light is supposed to shine and turn that dark situation around. Because we are all carriers of God's glory, right? Our light is supposed to be a, a life-changing light. I don't know if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, yeah, so, um, so, so having having all of this at the back of our minds, right? In our journey to glory, right, we would, would live a more fulfilling um, life. Do anybody has any last words or anything to say for me? Any last contribution before? No, so no, I think uh, you wanted to share something. Do you still yeah, want to share? Yeah, well, no, really. But then I was just going to say that you literally um, said everything that um, we as humans can only see what we as what we can see because God sees all, and God is all there, seeing everything. So at the end of the day, who is your hope in glory? If not, if it's not God, who is who is the creator of the whole universe? Who is the creator of heaven and earth? So. I think some of so, sometimes we, we rest on our laurels and just think that oh these things happen for a reason you know I used to be one of, I used one of those people that used to say Q Sarah Sarah what would be would be until I read deep and I understood that what would be will not be unless you want it to be exactly so sometimes you need to just forget the fact that um, I understand the fact that you are human and you can only be human but then what do you do when you are human and you have and you need help and you need to run to something you want some the person who can who created you your creator Look at the whole level and the world in general, and there's nothing bigger than that. So at the end of the day, you know, we keep saying things, we're going back and forth, and keep, keep accepting this life throughout. It's part of life because you chose it to be part of life. So I believe that everything will be better if we understand that Christ is our hope in glory. Mm. Thank you very Hallelujah. much. And at different points in our journey with glory, we need a re. A renewal of our we need, we need challenges that sort of um, renews our faith in God. So I feel like God God puts those challenges as a test to renew our faith in Him. I don't know if that makes sense. So yeah, that's what I'm just going to ending up with. Um, till next episode. I just want to make a declaration that on our journey to glory, that we shall experience God's grace that will give us Amen. undeniable in our journey Amen. to glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. 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 So on that note, it's good night. Um, see you, talk to you in the next episode. Stay blessed. Love you. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. I'm not
For I am a child of God Let's raise that loud say I'm no longer a slave to fear yeah. For I am a child of God Let's raise it out You unravel me With a melody You surround me with a song of deliverance from my enemies till all my fears are gone.
Shout hallelujah to Jesus.